listeners. We're happy you're here. Welcome to Exploring Education. Our focus is to provide our community at large with tips, tricks, and best practices for education, both at school and at home. Subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date with what's happening and what we're thinking about. special guests here to share their thinking related to how we can create flexible learning environments in our homes. Carrie Pennings is joining us. Carrie is one of our resource specialists at Washington Elementary. She's also a mom of two boys, ages five and three. We also have Brenda Restori. Brenda is one of our school psychologists in RVUSD. Brenda is a mom of two herself with with boys ages eight and 11. Carrie and Brenda, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Hello. Hi. (laughs) So today we're gonna talk about the benefits of taking time to create a schedule that works for your family. What are some ideas and examples that you can contribute for how to do this? Well, Seeing that we're all on um, quarantine right now, um, I felt that in my own household, we were having trouble staying on schedule, getting tasks completed. Um, And so I came up with um, a schedule. So we have a whiteboard and every morning we, we write out exactly what we'll be doing all day long. So it starts with uh what time we're gonna wake up have breakfast um and then we write down what tasks we'll be doing so we start we try to start school every morning at 8 30. seems to work for our family but you all can choose whatever time but the start time should be consistent every day just like at school we start school you know at a certain time so you want to do the same at home and then you want to incorporate recess time you want to incorporate lunch time dinner time um after school activities uh bedtime bath you know playtime so all of these activities should go on the schedule and then in between you're going to write um the tasks the learning tasks that you want them to do perhaps you want to start with uh language arts in the morning so we might do some reading for 30 minutes um broken up um but i think most importantly is we want to make sure that the tasks are broken up um into chunks of time that is doable for your child so if you have a first grader they'll probably only be able to work for short, shorter segments, maybe 10 to 15 minutes, depending on your child. Um, whereas if you have a fifth grader, they might be able to sit for 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Um, and then how do we get our children to sit down for this amount of time? We need to schedule in some breaks in between. Um, so we you know we work for 10 15 minutes or 45 minutes and then we take a break um 
Carrie, you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I think um, for my family, I did something very similar. Um, I chose to print it out. So I kind of um, copy and paste all the things from his teacher's learning plan and I just plug them in. So, and I kind of modified his learning plan a little bit because it was a lot of things they, they were asking him to do. So I would pull one activity from reading, one activity from math, one activity from writing. And then I would do the same thing. I'd kind of go over it with him in the morning and, you know, tell him this is what he's going to do. And then um, we would just break it up also. Um, you know, like if the task took 30 minutes, we might take three 10 minute chunks and then give him like a little mini break in between where he can, you know, get up, run around, um, play with his brother for a minute or whatever it is we agreed to. Um, but yeah, I think creating a schedule is really important and breaking up the task to really address your students' needs is important. Those are some really great suggestions. Two things that stood out to me that both of you added are the concept that we have to break up a task into chunks of time that are manageable for your child. And we keep messaging out the importance of flexibility in these moments. So listeners, we want you to know that you have to think about what your child can handle and what we can all handle from day to day might vary depending on our mood, how tired we are, it might even vary on the task. So your child might be able to read for a 20 minute segment, but if they have a math task and that's not a preferred task for them, you might only want them to be working for five to 10 minutes at a time before they have a short movement break broken up into there. And Carrie, you added on about modifying the learning plan for things that work best for your child. And I really appreciate that you said that you shared that because we want parents to know that in school, all we do all day is make modifications to meet the needs of our learners. So at home, you need to think about what's best for your child and make modifications as needed. talk a little bit about ways that you can reinforce positive behaviors. In school, we often have conversations with kids who are struggling with getting things done and, you know, come up with a plan for reinforcement systems for them. So let's share some things that we're doing in our homes to that make our kids feel proud of themselves and kind of as a reward system for when they accomplish tasks. Okay, so in our home, um, I we implemented, we came up with some ideas for um, how can we how can we make learning fun, and what can reinforce the kids um, when they're completing their tasks. So my boys love to run around; they love time with myself or my husband. So what we've been doing is um, when we decide on the amount of time that our sons can sit to do their work, uh, for my younger, he, if it's uh, like a writing task, he can probably do 10 minutes at a time. So at the end of 10 minutes, we um, 
take a little break uh and we will we might do something right you know at the dining room table where we might just do some jumping jacks or we might um put on a song and just do crazy dancing um and then we we go back and we do another little 10 minute segment once we finish the assignment then we have a reinforcement break so this is something that he chooses before he starts and um generally it's some form of tag so we've come up with creative ways to play tag we play freeze tag we play um dance tag um and then just traditional regular tag so we've taken this idea and my boys just love it so you know we'll, we'll who, whoever's it is it we play we play it for 10 minutes i set a timer and then uh, we play our tag and then we're back on task again but this way the kids will sit back down they'll do their work because they know that what as soon as they finish you know whatever worksheet or assignment they're working on that they'll get their next reinforcement break so it's much easier to get them to sit back down wind down and get back on task um another thing that um that we we can do is um have you know we chose we chose to do tag you can do yoga you can play games um whatever is motivating for your child it's important to tap into their interests and um hopefully if you have time to do whatever area of interest um whatever they choose that it's time with you i think it's very important for parents to spend as much you know quality time as we can and it doesn't have to be a long amount of time um but that is it's that quality time thank you brenda for sharing those strategies that are working in your home it sounds like your family is having a lot of fun and i know that just a connection to what you shared I feel like my children, even though we're together all the time now, they're still starved for my attention. So planning out ways that we can give them five minutes of our time and maybe play a game with them, play tag, those are really effective uh, strategies and it kind of makes the day go a little bit better and kids are able to accomplish what they need to accomplish and we as adults, whether you are someone who's working remotely right now, or perhaps you are, you know, a stay-at-home parent, you, we still all have a lot of tasks to accomplish throughout our day. And having the kids at home definitely throws us through for a loop sometimes. Carrie, you had a great um, reward system that you have put into place at, with your family. We'd love to hear about it. So, um, along with the schedule, I created a star chart that kind of goes along the schedule and it's very similar every day so each you know like category is written down so like writing reading math math practice sight words like all the different tasks that he has to complete is on there and then I use a timer so each time we start a task we decide how long we're going to work for and then once that timer goes off then we go and take a very small break usually like five minutes so we'll do like go noodle or we'll go upstairs on our um, deck and we'll 
play with like his sand that's up there or he has like a little tent so he'll go in there for a few minutes and then um when we come back we'll set the timer again and once the task is completed he earns a star on his chart so once he's earned all the stars for the day then we go and we get like he gets um like iPad time or we'll go for a bike ride or we'll take a walk and then if by the end of the week he completes all of his stars then he gets like something bigger so one of the things he wanted last week was, was to buy clay so we ordered the clay and now this week if he um, gets all his stars we'll take time to actually use the clay so Hopefully that lasts for a long time and he doesn't get bored of it too quickly. Um, but once he does kind of um, seem like he's not motivated by that anymore, I'll decide with him what his next kind of reinforcer is. So um, as of now, when he finishes everything at the end of the week, he'll get like 20 or 30 minutes with me just using the clay and modeling with the clay. So that's how we manage behavior in my house. Wow, that was a really powerful discussion that we had today. We want to say thank you to Brenda and Carrie for their strategies and tips. And listeners, we hope that gets you thinking. Hungry for more resources? We encourage you to visit our website at washington.rbusd.org and click on the programs link. If you select literacy interventions, you can have access to Mrs. McMaster's content and newsletters, as well as presentations from literacy events. If you're looking for school closure resources, we encourage you to visit our website as well and click on the 2020 school closure link right on the homepage. We have links there that might be helpful for parents. Lastly, follow us on Instagram at Washington Explorers. <laughs>